Welcome to Leading with a Brave Heart, a podcast that helps professional women build the confidence to lead with their hearts, to lead with confidence and compassion. I'm Michelle Johns, and my mission is to help you find your voice, your authentic voice, your secret weapon to feeling more confident. I'm so excited that you're here. Now onto the show. episode, I'm going to give you some little tips or conversation starters for your performance management conversations or your performance review time. You may be a first time leader and this is the first time you're preparing for or delivering your performance review conversations or you may be doing it for a while and Today I'm going to share some little pointers or talking points to have those conversations. Now it's halfway, a little over halfway through the year and this may be the time when you're doing these annual reviews or biannual reviews. I know in Australia some companies have the July or the June year end and so it may be time to do those reviews now. Um, but it a lot of companies do them at different times so this might be useful whenever that time comes around so look i want to start with the fact that in today's world we still have these annual and biannual performance reviews with our team and there are more modern ways to do these sort of conversations and that is periodically on the go um, rather than these one-off conversations. So just as a starter, if you're not already having more regular meetings with your team members and checking in on these uh, goals and objectives that you have, maybe that's a place to start so that halfway through the year, you don't have to have these pressure conversations where there are things that could be discussed as you go. Uh, now, the, a lot of places or a lot of people do do that anyway, but just a little reminder in case you're feeling like it's a big thing and you could be having those conversations more regularly. Now, I want to provide some talking points to make these conversations a little more human. I'm not going to go into the HR processes and the performance measures that you'll have guidance in your organization because they could be different depending on the process where you work, I'm going to provide some other elements that you can bring to these conversations. And if you're having to create these measures or objectives yourself, I might do another episode just on that topic another time because I realize that some people work for organizations that are a little smaller and maybe they don't already have some of those measures in place, but um, we can cover that in another episode. This one, let's talk about bringing a more human element into these conversations. So in a world where we want to bring more compassion to our conversations, in a world where we say we want to leverage people's strengths, knowing that when we know what people's strengths are, focus on these rather than the 
conversations about and development plans that are focused on development areas, we know that this approach, the strengths approach, is more effective and it also increases employee engagement. So therefore, it's more productive for an organization to do it this way. So this is, this is um, where I'm going to focus on this area for your performance review conversations. Now let's start with before your conversation. There's a little bit of preparation that you can do. If you're not already doing, you may pick something up from here. So before the conversation, you want to be reviewing those objectives and goals that you have with your team and for your team member. So, and prepare your observations about their progress and achievement of those goals. Make, make some notes for yourself or do some reflection of any areas of discussion with each team member. So do this separately <laughs> with each team member that may be more difficult for you to have. So there may be something you need to bring up or there's an area that they need to improve on and you're going to struggle with that. Do some brainstorming different ways that you might like to have that conversation with, with the team member. And this could mean even saying things out loud just to get used to saying things. Because I know the first time I, I provided some constructive or um, feedback that someone wasn't doing so well in an area, I found that quite hard. So perhaps practicing that, making it feel more natural for you and brainstorm different ways that you could have that conversation. Put down some dot points and questions to ask your team member before you go in. So you can take that into your conversation. And then in general, prepare some questions beforehand. Lots of different sort of questions. Questions that you might like to ask your team member so that you can then hear their responses and actively listen to them and get their insights before you take the conversation further. So if you have a whole bunch of questions prepared, especially if you are feeling a little nervous and your brain's not working as well, then you've got your questions all ready to go. Now, here's some points or some tips for the actual meeting talking points. So firstly, number one, check if the goals and objectives that you have in place are still relevant. Has there been any change of direction that could have happened since the last conversation you had with this team member. Just in case you need to reset or replace anything, especially in this or this post COVID-19 climate, things may have completely shifted and you actually need to have that conversation about resetting your goals and objectives. So having that as part of your meeting about checking in on relevancy of the existing goals and objectives. Number two, have a conversation about the personal development and career growth plan for your team member. What skills, what knowledge or strengths does the team member need so that they can successfully achieve objectives or progress towards the career goal or to help them just perform better as an individual. So that can be a talking point for your conversation. Number three, Asking your team member whether they feel their skills and strengths are being fully utilized. Have they got excess strengths and skills that, that they could be bringing to their role? And if 
they're not being fully utilized, explore with them how their goals could be adapted to play to those strengths. Number four, ask your team member what their concerns are, maybe what they need help with, and how they assess assess themselves against their objectives. So this way you can listen to their assessment first, and this can create a really good starting point for you. This could mean that they bring up the areas that, that they know that they need help with or haven't achieved before you need to give the feedback. So in your meeting talking points, be sure to ask them first so that you can uh, leverage that and have and take the conversation from there. Now also think about what you think they might say here so that you can be prepared with your responses and your questions and your feedback. So you may know you have an employee who believes they're doing really well and you believe they're going to say that in the meeting, but yet you have a different view. So that way you can be prepared. You've actually done some of that preparation in advance and this is one of your um, talking points and how you're going to respond to that. And number five, obviously, provide your feedback in the session. So some feedback is necessary in terms of the goals and the objectives and you'll need to give that feedback because maybe you're going to provide them an assessment here. When you're giving this feedback, keep the feedback very specific and provide examples to back up your feedback. So if you're having to let people know they didn't meet that objective, maybe you have some examples of things that they didn't deliver or they were late on or, or reminding them of the, um, that they weren't appropriate or didn't meet the requirements. And then if you have any general feedback about the person, what I like to do first is ask yourself, so I'll put it in this way, ask yourself, what is the purpose of that feedback? How will it help the development of the team member or the performance of the entire team? So always here, check in with yourself that your feedback isn't a reflection of yourself. So sometimes we see in others things about ourselves. So just check in that you're not uh, deflecting or um, projecting things about yourself onto your team member. And also check in that it's not a preference or a bias that you have. Because general feedback can often be, um, you know, the per- you know could be feedback like the person talks a lot or tells a long story and maybe that's just a preference because you prefer to be very um, concise and on point you know and just do dot points whereas this person likes to to story tell so that could be more of a personality difference or a preference that you have and if you give that feedback you're potentially asking someone to change who they are become someone else or restrict them or ask them to um hold themselves back and that can be quite stressful for people to be asked to do something that's not their natural style. This is different to um, feedback about how they deliver things that has a behavioral impact on others if they're maybe they're talking a lot in team meetings and taking up all the space that's a different conversation but if it's a general feedback about 
the way they do something. This is only an example, obviously, but just check in. It's not a bias or a preference that you have because we don't always like other people's styles or the way they do things, but it doesn't make it invalid. Okay, so the other five talking points that I was going to mention. Now, I'm just going to provide a couple of extra things for you to consider to bring into these meetings, if you like. So you could use these meetings as an opportunity to discuss the team goals or the priorities of the whole team, the common goal, and what it means for that team member's priorities. And this can be useful if people, um, you have teams and everyone's just doing their own thing, but they're not really achieving the team objectives. So you could use this meeting to also bring into the conversation what the team's goals are, what the priorities are, and what that means for that team member's priorities and how it links back to those common goals. This is really useful if you've made a change in in focus and you have team members that still want to continue doing what they were doing before and you can work with them to say these are the team goals and how are you going to prioritize your work to meet these team goals and you can work together on that. Another thing to consider is you could also take the opportunity if you haven't already done so to find out what support they need from you or what kind of leadership style they like from their leader. And this can just be a question to ask and you don't need to commit to anything here. You could just find out and say thanks and that you'll reflect on it. Or if you feel quite comfortable, you could say, look, I'm going to take that on board and and, um, maybe we can check in and you can let me know how I'm going with that. So just something extra if you're feeling confident to do something a little bit more in those conversations. So as I said at the start, it's not always about just having those performance review meetings that if you keep the conversation open throughout the year, um, regular, then they're not as daunting at that time. But we know that most organizations have these goals and objectives and maybe stretch goals and so on and you need to have the conversation in a formal way write it up and submit it into some system HR system and so on so you need to have them and to also assess people for their bonuses and pay rises and so on so you need to put the care into it now in general I like to structure all my one-on-ones by starting with the person and then moving to the task or the work. And this is just how I like to do it because I find that it helps open up the conversation and over time it builds a really good open working relationship. So obviously I'm also open in my conversations in those one-on-ones as well. So you could think about that too, bringing in that person first, work second, and then this can help break down the you know the dauntingness of the conversations and also put everyone at ease and and things like that so that's a wrap for this conversation and i hope this helps you with your future performance review conversations with your team so have an awesome week and i will catch you next time 